You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 362 of Podcateers. This week, we talk about our possible return to the parks. Knott's kicks off their centennial anniversary, and there was a guest in attendance that surprised some Disney fans. We learned more about the new tech coming to the Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure attraction on Avengers Campus, and the additions that some people are calling attraction DLC, but is it required? We also asked the question, whose chicken do you prefer, Plaza Inn or Mrs. Knott's? Let us know what you prefer and we'll share who won the vote in next week's episode. Remember that you can share your thoughts and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Just search for Podcateers. We'd also love for you to join our small but growing community over on Discord. You can find an invite to join us in the blog post for this episode at podcateers.com slash 362. A huge thank you to everyone that contributed to our Chalk Walk fundraiser. You can still make donations for a little bit, even though the virtual Chalk Walk has already happened, using our direct link over at chalkwalk.org slash teamboatwilly. Uh, if you want to learn more about our official charity team, we invite you to visit teamboatwilly.com. It's super easy to remember because it's just like Steamboat Willy, but without the S. Before we jump into the episode, I just want to take a moment to thank a very special group of listeners known as the FGP Squad, or as we call them, our podcast, Fairy Godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that helped make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discounts on Podcateers gear, additional content, access to our monthly happy hour calls, uh, access to a special section of the Discord server, and more. For more info on how you can become part of the FGP squad family we invite you to check out podcateers.com slash fgp and as always a super special thank you goes out to the fgp squad for their continued support that's it it's time to get this episode started we appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us this week if you're a new listener welcome and if you are a returning listener thanks for hanging out again we appreciate all of you here is episode 362 of podcateers Yeah, maybe a little maybe. bit, just a little <laughs> just bit more. Just a tad bit more. <laughs> Take a little, little more sip. Oh, God. What a weekend. I got to tell you, I was super Ooh. excited last week going into the end of last week because the chalk walk was coming up. Uh, I So I, I have... Um, I don't even know where to start with this. One, I want to apologize because there was a couple of people that gave us some items. Uh, some members of the FGP squad, some family members gave me things that we were going to auction off. And truth be told, uh, I have not been feeling great the last five weeks now. Uh, it's been pretty bad. I've done my best to mask it during recording, and I'm just thankful that everyone on the team has been, one, super helpful in helping carry the podcast for me, and two, really patient when I've had moments where I just couldn't go on for a moment or two, <laughs> because <laughs> it it hasn't been the greatest the last several weeks. And uh, it all kind of came to this weird like smack up against the wall because i thought you know what i haven't really done much activity wise like i think the chalk walk might be this like great opportunity to go out to a park and we can't walk you know in the park at disneyland like we did in the past that's why it was virtual and i saw tons of people you know they actually encouraged you to go out and do some walking you can do the three point blah, blah, miles. I forgot, like three and a quarter, three and a half miles or something like that is what it normally is. It's like a 5K, I think. Yeah, it's a 5K. Yeah. And uh, I figured, you know what? I don't know how I'm going to react, but it might be funny to see how it happens, you know, because <laughs> I haven't moved for a year. And so I started getting my stuff ready on Thursday, Friday. I was like, all right, cool. I got my masks and everything so I can go out and, you know, face the world and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Saturday morning, I'm trying to get some bottles of water, trying to get everything ready. I didn't realize that one of the bottles of water was leaking, and I tried to lift the bottles of water, and I slipped, and I twisted my oh. back, and oh, I no. couldn't move, okay? Most of this Man. weekend, I spent 
sitting down most of the weekend and I felt so bad because I really wanted to do this, but I was in pain. And on top of all the other stuff that was wrong, I'm like, really? Really? It's for the kids. Really? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I felt bad. And on top of that, like I said, I just haven't been feeling all that great the last few weeks. And I just, I really didn't, I, I couldn't push myself enough to put up the graphics and create all the stuff that we normally put up. And so first of all, I just want to say thank you to all of you for, you know, you know, taking on the additional work and all the posts and everything that you guys have been doing because uh, I I have not been able to do much. <laughs> so got you, you. got to take care of yourself, man. It's, you know, this podcast is, uh, you know, it's a, it's a lot of work. Uh, yeah. And you do most of it, so you got right. well, just you you got to take care of yourself. So we got stuff to do. <laughs> well, right. thank you, but I just I like I said, I just felt so bad, you know, because it was bad enough that you know I didn't get all that stuff that was donated uh, up. You know, I didn't get all the graphics and everything. But uh, I need to reach out to everybody that donated stuff, and I just need to ask them like. Do you want me to save this for the next chalk walk or do you want like can we use it for any fundraiser that we do? Because we got at least another one that we're going to do later this year that I know that we could benefit from having some stuff that we could auction off. So if you donated anything, I'm so sorry if we didn't get to it. Uh, There was also another Funko that I was working on getting and sadly that fell through. I was pretty bummed out because I thought that the Funko would be a nice uh, item for us to auction off again considering that the parks were reopening and everything so mm-hmm. uh it is what it is i can't uh you know life happens i know that, I d- that's it <laughs> i'm just done with how life has been happening i <laughs> I, I could agree with that <laughs> i just i'm done i just so so here's it, i mean you guys know that i want to go back to disneyland like as soon as possible Mm-hmm. Right. I'm Amen. like I'm in this like weird spot where like I'm like one foot in the door, but like my other foot is like, whoa, whoa, slam the brakes <laughs> on. Like, <laughs> like you are not like healthy enough to just expose yourself to the world just yet, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I keep like I've been so optimistic about going back as early as possible I don't know. Like I have, I feel like this time that the park has been open is kind of this weird sweet spot where it wasn't too crowded. You could find some distance if you needed it, but now park hours are extending. Capacity mm-hmm. is, you know, increasing. The world apparently in California is going to be fully opening up in June, or is it July fifteenth or June fifteenth? June fifteenth. June fifteenth. The current word. Mm-hmm. So. If that's the case, that means that anything after June 15th is going to be at pretty much the max capacity that is going to be allowed, you know, because Disney just wants to get as many people back in, which means it might not be the most optimal experience anymore. And depending on how I'm feeling, I don't know if I'm going to be able to risk that. But I was banking on feeling better um, to go back, you know, early summer, so much so that my wife and I have officially purchased tickets. Yeah. That was my goal, <laughs> you know, from the beginning of the year when they first started talking about when they were going to reopen. Like, I kept mm-hmm. telling myself, like, okay, I need to work on this. Like, I want to get back to Disneyland. I, in my head, somehow I got it stuck that I wanted to go back for Disneyland's birthday if possible, which was kind of that, like, weird, like, how I wanted to hit level 40 at Sleeping mm-hmm. Beauty Castle <laughs> yeah. in Pokemon Go. Uh, it There's no rhyme or reason for wanting it. It's just I just thought it would be nice, right? Like, yeah, there's mm-hmm. something to be said about going, you know, for the first day that it's open and all sorts of that stuff. But for Disneyland's birthday, my first day back, I thought would be really special, right? Mm-hmm. It's a special day. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm, like, in this weird spot where i kind of have to play it by ear and i have to kind of be really cautious about trying my best not to get sick over the next couple of weeks and just you know working on me so that by the time that it's time for us to go that i'll be like all right cool i'm good i i can do this right Mm -hmm. and 
I don't know. I want to be optimistic about it. I don't want to be negative about it. But, man, this weekend, it was one of those things where it was just like a domino effect and, like, one thing mm-hmm. after another. And then I threw my back out on top of it. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sleep all weekend. Wake me up when it's Monday. I'm done. <laughs> all right. Getting old sucks. Oh, <laughs> yes, and it does. there's no stopping it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. Dude, let's just put it out there in the universe. You're going to get better. This is going to happen. Let's think positive. I know it's going to be, you say it's a little optimistic. We're going to say that right now. You're going to feel better. You're going to get better. And you're going to enjoy that day at Disneyland. You're going to do it. It's going to yes, be triumphant. Yes, you are. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to take best that. Day I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to offer a rebuttal. I'm just going to go with that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. See, yes. whether you could do it. Right. <laughs> Which also, actually, it also leads me to uh, apologizing to the FGP squad because we have not had a chance to do our May uh, call because I've just been kind of out of commission. So uh, I need to jump on the Discord server and schedule a call for us. Uh, if we can't do it the last weekend in May, then we'll probably do like first weekend of June and then we'll probably do like another one shortly after. But uh yeah it's been a crazy like month month and a half with everything going on Um, we didn't forget about you fgp no we have never we have not (laughs) but yeah uh that's that that's my announcement for this week i'm hoping that everything goes well i'm hoping i get a chance to go special day looking forward to it and uh it's i mean there's so many celebrations going on Mm -hmm. uh knott's berry farm is actually kicking off their 100-year celebration. This last week, they had this, like, whole party for it. They had previews for the new Berry Tales attraction, which I want to briefly touch on. But, you know, I I think as Disney fans, you – a lot of Disney fans, I think, fall into a couple of different buckets, right? Like you're like hardcore Disney and you can't even talk about anything else because how dare you, right? <laughs> and then there's like the theme park enthusiasts that like appreciate mm-hmm. how they were made, the Imagineers, like the tech that goes behind it. And those are the people that also really love Disney but love everything behind the curtain so they don't care and and they know that people that have worked at disney like imagineers go on to work at things at knott's berry farm and you know universal or you know bob Gurr did all those things in las vegas you know josh shipley talked about how he went and started his own theme park you know so that's another bucket and then there's like the bucket of like just the in like the thrill seekers regardless of where it is and they just they just got to go to everything Right. Or mm-hmm. maybe we can put vloggers into that category. I don't know. Maybe it's unfair <laughs> for me to say that. But you just want to do everything. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think if you have the means to do it, I think that's awesome. I would love to do everything. Sometimes I think there's these, I don't want to call them wars, but like disputes that happen over like which park is better and which this and which that. And Knott's Berry Farm has this like, crazy legacy going all the way back to the 1920s and it's like they've they've called it america's or um america's first theme park or was this right yeah i think it was like america's uh first theme park something like that but the point is that when it first started you know as this like berry farm by walter Knott and his family by the 1940s, they had already expanded to, like, restaurants and all sorts of other things. And, you know, they started doing, like, the log rides in the 60s. And it just became this full-blown amusement park that existed almost 50 years before Disneyland was even opened. Right? And yeah. people sometimes forget that. And I don't think there's a lot of appreciation for it. I think there's a cluster of people that really do appreciate it. Like I said, they appreciate the history. They appreciate the food because, man, they got some damn good food at Knott's Berry Farm. I'll tell you that. Mm -hmm. Fried chicken. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know, this week when they were doing the opening day celebration, one of the things that I think was really surprising for a lot of people to see was that Josh DeMauro showed up to celebrate the kickoff celebration for Knott's Berry Farm. 
when you think about all the executives that run all of the parks, they all know each other. You know, especially yeah. especially when you think about how closely a lot of these parks and franchises have been working throughout the pandemic to try to come up with a plan so that they can reopen the park safely and so that, you know, they can all kind of get back to business as usual. And uh, to see that a guy like Josh Tomorrow, who you know is like breathes and sleeps and eats and whatever, like drinks Disney, right? Like he right. is all about it, shows it to the parks. One of the most... Like, I look up to this guy. Like, he's one of the most admirable people that works for the Disney company, right? And for Mm -hmm. him to show up and tweet or post, I don't know if it was Instagram or Twitter, but, you know, he's like, I'm here to congratulate my friend, you know, the the VP, uh, John Storbeck of, you know, Knott's Berry Farm. Congratulations on their, you know, celebratory night. I was like, wow, that is classy. I'm not even going to say it, but that's classy, <laughs> right? Right. Like, I, I, it kind of blew me away because you're not used to seeing things like this, you know, but I think the last year has united a lot more people in a way that I don't think it would have united us before. And yeah, I think there's still a lot of separation. I still think that there's a lot of garbage that goes on that kind of muddies that water. But in general, that's pretty awesome. It is. It totally is. I mean, it's it puts the the beef that you would see between fans like it sets a beautiful example. Like you could be at different theme parks and still be friends and just enjoy everything. But that was pretty awesome considering it's just a sign of respect. Yeah. Like you mentioned, they were they did everything first. So to last that long, that's amazing. And I'm sure that Josh Tomorrow's not a not a very or he is a very busy guy. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Yeah. And he had taken his time out to go, you know, go to Knott's, which I mean it's great. And, you know, these places can coexist. They all have different things. They all have their own unique thing that, mm-hmm. you know, everybody can enjoy. You know, I still need to get to Knott's to go see my uh, hillbillies that sadly aren't at <laughs> yeah. Disneyland anymore. Yeah. One of these days. Yeah. The last couple of times that we've gone, um, we've had the opportunity to see them, but because we've had so many kids with us, it was hard to get them to sit down to appreciate the show. Yeah. Because it's more <laughs> really for us than it is for anything else. Exactly. Right? Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I... You're right. I think they they have different things. They can they can coexist. What are I mean before we move on, like what are like a couple of things that you really like about Knott's Berry Farm? Like is it the attractions? Is it the food? Is like what is it about Knott's Berry Farm that each of you can appreciate or really enjoy? Well, yeah, number one, my hillbillies, Crazy Kirk and the hillbillies. They're there. And uh, <laughs> this is one of the saddest days of my life when they when they left Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I've never I've never been to Knott's, but I you know I want to go dine at Mrs. Knott's Chicken Restaurant. That sounds fantastic. I've only heard great things. You know, recipe from a hundred years ago. They're still using today. Um, the new Berry Tales ride. I know you know the original Berry Tales has such a you know a unique and great past designed by Rolly Crump. And um, and they're still using a lot of his designs, you know, renewed in this new attraction. I'm excited to see as well. Um, and then, you know, they have a great steam train, too, that. Um, yeah. I mean, it's humongous from mm-hmm. what I understand. And it's though that's what I'd look forward to because I'm not such uh, into thrills. <laughs> and I know they have a lot of coasters. As much as I'd like to go and see all the robots on the log flume ride, I don't know how much <laughs> I would. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that that's it for me. But yeah, mostly uh, hillbillies. Right on. Uh, Mel, what about you? I think we're going to have the same answer. And it's going to be, I don't know the actual name. I am horrible with names. So I'm just going to say it's the... Um, Calico Mine Train? Yes, I think that goes in, yeah 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 that's it i knew what you're thinking yeah, yeah. thank you <laughs> <laughs> saw it in your eyes all i remember is being awe like in awe where the lights just come on and the music like 
it's a strong feeling and you know yes it's really strong but it's different and i appreciate that so i'm gonna say that and their funnel cakes oh, their funnel cakes are yes. fantastic uh, don't knock the food <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah <Ooh. laughs> yeah uh i mean there's so many things i feel like i appreciate about knott's Berry farm i've had the opportunity to go many times uh, because we've we have family and friends that come from out of town they've never been there and uh, or we get discounts like some of our friends get military discounts and we've been able to go and I mean there's so much about it that I appreciate the train is one of my favorite things at Knott's Berry Farm like it is pretty much a full-size train you know you get it's not scaled down like any of the Disneyland Railroad trains are uh, and uh, I love that they do like the little stage show on there. I don't know if they're going to do any of that anytime soon, but they would do like a stage show where there was like, you know, bank robbers and everything. Yeah. It, it, was, it was like ghost. I think ghost town alive. Is, is that what it's called? Yeah. They do a ghost ghost town so, stuff. That's and, a big part of it. And that area alone, I think is so fantastic because it's fun. Like Frontierland to me is, I don't know. Like I know that it's modeled after the West, but because of how Disney keeps everything so pristine looking, it mm-hmm. it looks like the new Old West, right? It doesn't <laughs> look mm-hmm. like the Old West. The ghost town at Knott's Berry Farm looks like the Old West. And yeah, they've restored a lot of the stuff, but it looks like the Old West, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, I really love that when you combine it with, like you said, the Calico Mine Train attraction that they have, man, I love it because it's the closest thing we have to nature's wonderland now because we don't have anything like that at Disneyland. Like when you're writing it, like you said, that music comes on, you see all those stalagmites and stalactites as you're writing through. <laughs> man, it's gorgeous, right? Yeah. And it's funny because during uh, the March Mayhem in April that we were doing when nature's wonderland was one of the contenders, uh, FGP squad member Brian sent me a message and he's like, well, you know, we kind of still have that, right? It kind of still exists in Knott's. I'm like, <laughs> but it's not the Disneyland one. <laughs> but I knew what he was talking about because he's right. It, yeah. I mean, it is the closest thing. If you never had the opportunity to see it, you kind of get like a really great idea of what it was like entering the Rainbow Caverns at Disneyland, you know, back, you know, 50 years ago at this point. So there's that. Uh, I I love roller coasters. I've loved them my entire life. Before my wife and I had uh, passes to Disneyland, we had passes to Magic Mountain for almost seven or eight years. Uh, for a while, we had them at the same time as Disney passes when we first started getting them. And then we realized that the drive to Anaheim was much better. It was a uh, much shorter drive and we enjoyed being at Disneyland a lot more than we did at Magic Mountain and we just discontinued our Magic Mountain passes and just continued going to Disneyland but I love the Silver Bullet roller coaster at Knott's Berry Farm uh, ironically enough never been on Ghost Rider ah, I've never okay. been on their wooden coaster before it's fun yeah and then the only other thing that I've never had an opportunity to do at Knott's is their Halloween thing like I've never oh, been to um, not scary farm. farm, yeah. So we gotta do this. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, there's definitely things that I want to do. Uh, a lot of the things, like I had, I don't really get a chance to do roller coasters when we're with the kids because they've always been too small. They can't ride, and I can't ride with my wife because then who's gonna take care of the kids if we're there by ourselves? And it's a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know. I think as the older they get, hopefully, I can still tolerate. Um, being on a roller coaster so that I can enjoy it with them. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's so much to appreciate. So many, so many good things to eat. I'm, like, drooling thinking about it. Uh, That chicken, Andrew, I'm going to tell you, man, it gives Plaza Inn a run for its money. That's what I've heard, you know. I'm excited. I mean, I know you you can just go there to get chicken, right? Oh, yeah. I think you can. There's an exterior entrance. Yeah. So you can just go mm-hmm. and get chicken. Yeah. So I might just have to do that. That's Even if I don't have a ticket do. to Knott's, just go take a chicken run. That's what we should do. Like when you come to town. Yeah. We'll just all yeah. grab some dinner. And we'll just all, like we can, it, it gets really packed in there, by the way. 
And I know that as the state loosens up its guidelines, I think it's going to be super packed for a really long time. But we can get it and take it to a park or something and just have like a Mm -hmm. picnic somewhere. And we can still yeah. enjoy it. It's going to taste just as good. I guarantee you. All right. Let's do it. Let's. And you know what? It... Or you can just, next time you go and you want to ride the roller coasters, just bring me along and I can babysit the kid because I'm a big <laughs> chicken and I won't go on any of the roller coasters either. So he won't. If they're too short and I'm too scared and it'll all work out. And I can you know what? Bags. <laughs> I, I will take you up on that offer. Okay, great. I will take you up on that offer. And I will get you funnel cake so you can enjoy it while you're watching us scream our heads off. Sounds Score. fantastic. Yes. <laughs> That's a deal. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, if you had an opportunity to go to Knott's Berry Farm at any time, uh, let us know what your favorite part is. Because, like I said, these parks, um, they all have a legacy. You know, they all function around each other. There's fans that – there's cross-fandoms. Right. Yeah. That's why sometimes we get Disney bounds that look like Harry Potter characters and vice versa. And I don't know. I think when you just like to geek out on stuff, like, why do you have to label it? Just be a fan. Right. Just Just have fun. Just have fun. fun, Exactly. Exactly. Just have fun. So anyway, thought it was super cool that Josh DeMauro was there. Uh, Congratulations to Knott's Berry Farm. Uh, I believe their celebration is going to be running something like May through August or September or something like that. So I don't know the dates, but uh, if I find them, I'll put them up in the blog post or we'll put up a thing on Instagram so that you know. And uh, again, yeah, during the conversation, let us know what your favorite thing about Knott's Berry Farm is if you've had a chance to go. And I know I think we've had this conversation before on the podcast. I don't know if we put it out there for everybody else to answer, but if you've had the Plaza in Chicken... And you've had the one from Mrs. Knott's and both pieces of chicken, both plates of chicken, these chicken dinners were both falling off a cliff. Which one would you save? Which one would you save? Dun, dun, dun. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) We'll put up a thing on Instagram and you guys can vote for it because I think they both have their merits. But it would just be fun to see, you know, what people think. I'll give you my opinion once I try Mrs. Knott's. Because oh, that Plaza good. Inn, man, that's that's some good stuff. Yeah. With those extra mashed potatoes. Mm-mm-mm. So good. <laughs> so good. Have you, you ever... know what? Speaking of Josh tomorrow. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, before you before you ask, can have you ever had the Plaza Inn chicken with some waffles? No. Oh, my Do they God. have it for breakfast? Andrew, or do you have to get a separate waffle? Ask, you got to ask for the waffles separately. <laughs> but you can okay. get waffles. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? I've never had chicken and waffles ever in my life. Ever. So, oh. ever in my life. <laughs> I, oh, we have so You're many adventures to go on, Andrew. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a wild ride, man. <laughs> it is. It's going to be the wildest ride in a minivan. <laughs> I don't have a minivan, by the way. I don't know why that came <laughs> out of my mouth. I, but <laughs> so. I'm actually, but you got to hold on to your hats and glasses. You do. I, I'm kind of against minivans, so I don't know why I said that, but whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, Into your insert car here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're saying, speaking of Josh tomorrow. Oh yeah, speaking of Josh tomorrow. If uh, anybody knows Josh tomorrow or Josh tomorrow, I know you're listening. Anytime you want to come on, join us on the podcast. You're welcome. You know, we'll love to have you anytime. It's true. Just send me a text message. It'll be fine. <laughs> We'll schedule it with your people, whatever we got to do. And, I mean, if you don't have my number, just ask Bobby. He has it. He'll be able to hook you up with it. I, I've given him permission to give it to all of you. It's fine. Hey, Bobby. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, in general, aside from uh, if we could wrap up this conversation, uh, aside from the fact that, you know, the parks are going to have more crowds and everything, uh, how do you feel about – all of the restrictions being lifted, you know, not having to wear masks in public places and all that stuff. Uh, how are you dealing with that right now? I'm actually training myself, if that makes sense. <laughs> Today, I actually walked out and to my car without a mask. Nobody was around, but <laughs> I was like, I got to do this. I got to. I haven't been out. And I'm like, uh, you know. Baby steps, baby steps, but it's I, getting back um, into that mindset. It's, yeah, it's weird. You you know, you train your brain. You don't walk out 
without a mask. Don't walk out the house without a mask. And, you know, now it's like, oh, wait a minute. I don't need, I'm just going here. I have a vaccine. Nobody's going to be there. What? Okay. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) Yeah. Right. All the calculations in your head. (laughs) Yeah. It feels like you have like the Iron Man HUD going on in front of your eyes the whole time, right? It's just like computing, (laughs) computing. Scanning everything. Scanning. Who's around? (laughs) I'm the same way. I know exactly how you feel. Don't worry about it. Uh, I think I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago that everybody's going to feel okay with it when they feel okay with it you can't rush it you can't it's not anything that you can just lightly jump into you know especially when you're in a position where you have to take care of yourself a little bit more and i know how you feel because i've i've done the same thing i wouldn't step out of my house without a mask at all like even to go to the car even to take the trash out to the curb when i was taking the trash out and now I'm more comfortable with doing stuff like that, right? Like if I'm going to go mm-hmm. grocery shopping, like I can drive all the way to the store and not have my mask on and I'll put it on right before I walk in the store or something like that. So when we started talking to a couple of people about going back to Disneyland, they asked me, you know, well, if you're planning on going back like in July or August, are you going to wear a mask? I said, heck yeah, I am. I said, but if you're vaccinated and other people are vaccinated, I was like, well, who's to guarantee that the other people are vaccinated? Who's to guarantee that they're just not saying it because they want to not wear a mask, you know? Right. So I know what I can tolerate like health wise and what I can't. Right. And I, Mm -hmm. like I said, I'm taking steps to make sure that I'm going to be well enough to visit the park. And I mean, look, if it doesn't happen, then we'll just postpone it and we'll go later on. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm going to do what I can to try to make it for that day because, yeah, it's a special day. But you're right. It's like a retraining your brain in order to step out into the world. And I know that there's tons of people that feel more comfortable with it. I'm glad. You know, I'm glad more people are feeling comfortable with it because I think it's those people that feel comfortable with it with their Instagram posts and, you know, with talking to other people that are going to help us get into a mindset of don't worry you're going to be okay. So yeah, little by little, um, uh, I started joking that if I could just go get another COVID vaccine so that I can increase my efficacy, I'm like, I'll take another two, please. And and somebody <laughs> so, was joking. Yeah. They they told me like, well, yeah, but aren't you going to feel sick again for like a day or two? I was like, I don't care. Like if my efficacy rate's going to go up, give me six of them. I don't care. Give them all to me at once. Yeah, one every other <laughs> month. I'll go every other I month. Mean, it's just temporary <laughs> compared to the real stuff. That's what I'm, I'm Yeah, I'm bad with needles, but I'll go every other month if uh, and get it if I have if you know I go back to Disneyland. That's what know? I'm saying. I'm I'm ready mm-hmm. to go, man. So it gets me my annual pass back. I'll do it. Oh man, right. I'm so ready for an <laughs> annual pass. I I know we've been really spoiled about that, and they haven't really announced anything. But things are going to be different. You know, I know they're already different. Uh, but I'm I mean, at this point, I'm just looking forward to going back to the park. You know, yeah. just stepping through the turnstiles again and walking onto Main Street and just soaking in the magic. I think is going to be the best thing ever. And by then there's going to be longer park hours. We're going to be able to stay in the evening. And because some of the restrictions are going to be lifted, they might start doing things like fireworks and stuff like that. There hasn't been an announcement for it, but little by little Walt Disney world has started reintroducing a lot of these things. Um, That might not be the best way to gauge it because Disney world's kind of been on their own timeline for everything. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, they've been behind, significantly behind florida's you know state regulations too they've you know florida say the state's open and they're still requiring masks indoors and you know they just recently lifted up masks outside um so who knows what disneyland is going to do you know that they could be you know july could still be full masks for everybody depending on how they are planning it 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 depends you know yeah. It's, you know, and there's still going to be state guidelines from what I understand. Anyway, there's still going to be state guidelines, even if there aren't uh, restrictions, they're still going to be putting out guidelines uh, after the June 15th. Yeah. Uh, especially for masks. So we'll see what happens when June 15th happens. Well, that <laughs> timeline that you gave is actually pretty in line with what Bob Chapek was talking about recently. Like he did an interview with JP Morgan and uh, he was talking about how 
he would like things to be closer to normal somewhere around like August or September, you know, to try to get more people in, you know, start removing some of those restrictions. So you're right. I mean, we might be wearing masks till the end of the year at Disneyland, but I mean, if we keep getting mixed messages from like the CDC and the state and like there needs to be some kind of synchronization that goes on with all of this because when the cdc is saying don't worry you don't have to wear masks anymore if you're vaccinated and then the state is saying well if you're in a big crowd of people you still have to wear them you know in public places yeah Mm -hmm. you know it's just going to cause problems and as a guest like i could just not go right if it gets to a point where you just don't feel comfortable you have that choice to say as a guest i just don't want to go i'm going to postpone my trip for another month or two until i'm more comfortable but the people i feel bad for are the cast members that have to deal with all of this because the last thing that you want is for cast members to have to fight with people about following regulations and then getting uh, you know snapped back at because well the cdc said this well our rules are this and this, and the state's rules are this. Yeah, but this and this. And, you know, you don't need that. You know, the. Well, that was that mask rule outdoor changed overnight for the for cast members. Yeah. Like some people came in to work the next day and hadn't even heard about it. I know. It was crazy. I. <laughs> I. There was a, a funny TikTok that my wife showed me about that where um, the CDC. I'm paraphrasing it because I don't remember exactly what it was, but basically the TikTok was. This lady saying that she was surprised about the announcement and that the CDC was acting like a frustrated parent during the pandemic where they were like, oh, you don't want masks? Okay, take them off. Do whatever you want. Eat all the cookies. Take off the masks. Do whatever you want. (laughs) I was like, like, huh, interesting. (laughs) So... Uh, yeah, you, we'll see how it goes. I'm, I like I said, I want to be optimistic and just, you know, get back to normal. I mean, I just, uh, we finally started hanging out with members of our family, you know, which was something that we weren't able to do. Everyone's finally been vaccinated and uh, we've been hanging out with them a bit more. Um, but the crowds thing, like I'm, I still don't think I'm ready to go eat inside of a restaurant with other people. I, you know, the crowds, even going grocery shopping, I'm still a little like, uh, okay. I am too. You know, it's weird. Like it it almost feels like most of the people that are vaccinated are the people still wearing masks. Oh yeah. You know, (laughs) it's so weird. Like they're the ones that can take them off and they're the ones that are still wearing it. So it's just, we wired. That's it. I know. I know. (laughs) All right, enough of this. Let's move on to more Disney talk. I'm just excited. I'm trying to prepare myself, but I'm just excited to be able to go back to the park soon. And so it's all this stuff that's revolving around in my head. And I like, uh, anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. (laughs) Good vibes, good health going to you. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. Um, Can we talk about this news from Galaxy's Edge? Yeah. Because... Yeah. Let's geek out. I want one. <laughs> I love. I, I don't know why. I kind of feel like villains usually have like the best looking stuff. Uh-huh. And so this, the dark saber. Oh, it, it just looks cool. It just looks super cool. And now it's available at Galaxy's Edge. Ah, I know. I want one too. I'm like, dang, I can't go yet. But... Ooh. So yeah, um, over at Doc Onders, you could get this, and it's for what a hundred and ninety nine, I believe. Two hundred. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but I'm looking at the picture, the one that's in like in the dark or at nighttime, and this mm-hmm. thing just glows beautiful white, and you have like the black, you know, the dark light to it. It just looks beautiful. It's like a black, the black core kind of center part. And then, yeah, radiating. Look, you know, it looks pretty, you know, like you would see in The Mandalorian where we saw it. It's, yeah. It's pretty cool looking. It looks more like a, I guess I never really noticed, like more like a, I guess a katana or something like that shaped like sword sword as opposed to like the lightsabers where they're like kind of like dowel shaped. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what it reminded me of? The Keyblades from Kingdom Hearts without the oh, yeah. actual key extension because of how the wide they are. Yeah. And like semi-flat. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I have to say it's kind of ingenious how they did it. 
there's a part of me that is kind of upset because we just saw Josh tomorrow and we saw the Ray video that we posted where they're debuting the brand new saber that extends whenever you turn it on. And I kind of feel like they didn't take advantage of that. Like this saber with that technology would have been the perfect way to debut it. Like not right. that the other held it a wasn't. little longer. Yeah. Like not that it wasn't, what? but it's kind of ingenious how they made this happen because mm-hmm. you can't get black light. Right. <laughs> right. And but what if there is something in the works or maybe this is just a test? Who knows? Disney does pretty magical things. So we'll just see. Yeah, that's true. That's true. On the little technical sides of that, that the retractable lightsaber is... Um, from what I understand, it's a spiraling something on the inside, so it kind of makes that tube shape. Yeah. And that's how it's extending. And with the Darksaber being flat, they're going to have to come up with a new something to do it. But, I, you know, I think they can do it. Um, but it's going to be different uh, be- to make that do the same kind of retracting thing. But it looks fantastic. I mean, it's a matter of doing uh, a two-two process the same way that they did with this, right? Instead of having one expanding funnel so that when the air makes it expand there's a second one inside that's the black one but the Mm -hmm. one on the outside is the one that actually illuminates through leds and just carries the light to show the black one inside so Mm -hmm. it's the same the same concept it's just the execution would be different you know yeah i just don't know how they get that flat that flatness is the only thing that might be a little difficult but I think they can do it. I, I think, think so, too. I think instead of taking uh, – I think they just need to take some inspiration on how pagodas are built. You know, if you think of how they're layered on top of each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Here's what I think. I think we should develop it, and then we should take it to Imagineering and be like, here, we made this for you. And then uh, where where uh, where do we sit? Where's our new office? Where, I got some our tools in the garage to and yeah, boxes of wire <laughs> and some plastic. So uh, got some bubble we'll tape in the in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> the gum? Yeah, that stuff oh. is great, man. It tastes some good and glue. it's super sticky. <laughs> got a hot glue gun, gorilla <laughs> glue. Stick that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's that E forty epoxy or what is it? <laughs> the strong stuff. <laughs> JB weld. Got yeah, everything. It's <laughs> funny. Uh, so yeah, Dark Saber uh, looks super cool. We'll post a picture or a video of it. Uh, we found several on YouTube that we'll post in the blog post for this episode. If you're interested in taking a look at that, podcasters.com slash 362. Uh, we'll also post a couple of pictures on Instagram for you to look at because it's nice. Uh, I, I really like it. Uh, but I look at it, it reminds me of that Keyblade, and then it just makes me sad because I feel like we need real Keyblades and Kingdom Hearts represented in the parks a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, well, always me, I guess. <laughs> 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 you know, it's funny. They have all this new tech coming out. Andrew, actually, you sent the, you told us about what you had read at Avengers Campus, right? The new stuff that's coming for Spider-Man. You, can you talk a yeah. little bit about all that stuff? Yeah, a lot of new Spider-Man news came out today, uh, day of recording. Um, Spider-Man, I'm going to screw up the name, but the new Spider-Man attraction is going to be using a virtual queue uh, a la Rise of Resistance. So that'll be interesting. Uh, The Spider-Man attraction is officially called Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure. What a mouthful that is. Yeah, that's pretty long. Always got to fit in a colon into <laughs> attraction names nowadays. And Web Slingers is in all caps for some reason. So any, anyway, because it's a virtual queue. If you read it properly, it's Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, virtual queues are going to be um, uh, 7 a.m. and noon, just like um, uh, Rise of Resistance. And it looks like uh, from the Disney Parks blog um, post, uh, you'll have to have a ticket and a DCA reservation. And you can make your reservation for a Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure uh, from anywhere. You don't have to be in the park or near the park. That's nice. Um, to get that That's 7 cool. I'm assuming probably the noon one as well. Um, you won't have to be 
in the park, which makes it a little bit nicer. I'm assuming this isn't going to be as high of demand as, I mean, probably for the first few weeks um, or months, but it's not going to be, I mean, who am I to speak, but not going to be the rise of resistance. It's not, I a, think it is, you know, I think it is. It may be. I mean, with so many people trying to put that video up on YouTube, there's, there's tons. <laughs> Look, I'm, I, I say it tongue in cheek, but if I was there, I'd be trying to film that thing as early as possible oh, yeah. to get it oh, on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? So, uh, I mean, with so many people wanting to share it out for others that can't be in the park, of course it's going to be packed. And it's a brand new experience, so I think it's going to rival the wait times of Rise of the Resistance for at least the first six months to a year. And as long as they don't run into queue issues or attraction issues like they have with Rise of the Resistance, uh, I think they might be able to churn through a lot more people every hour, which is always something that's on their mind, right? They want to try to get through as which many I, people right. as possible. And this looks, I mean, I don't know, we don't know capacity-wise, but it looks like it's probably going to be a more of a people eater um, capacity-wise just by how the vehicles look. It looks more like a like Toy Story Mania kind of probably it's probably going to be on that level of how many people per hour that can handle yeah um just by the vehicles yeah Um, i'm actually i'm actually curious as to what the capacity is i don't think i've read anything that talks about what the capacity is for it yet well they don't really like to share their (laughs) what their capacities are is there a pre-show to this just like in rise of the rise of the resistance oh good question that's what i'm i'm curious because if not this is going to be like Toy Story Mania, but I'm curious if there is because um, I, I don't. I mean, I haven't heard anything, but I'm just curious. I would highly doubt it, just because if you think about the space that they're putting it in, which oh, is true. like mostly the Bugs Life <laughs> Theater, and you know, plus the little bit of add-on that they did. I don't know if they can fit in like the as elaborate of the like three-step pre-show that five step pre-show but um i'm sure there's gonna be something like we're gonna have to get like a you know like a sala on indiana jones room or something (laughs) like that to you know welcome you to web and recruit you to blast spider bots or whatever we're doing yeah (laughs) there's gotta be something so they're either gonna do it on screens throughout the queue kind of like they do on soren or when you're ready to mm-hmm. board, they just have TV screens or, like, Star Tours does the same thing. Um, uh, but, man, if we can get, like, an animatronic of something up there, I think that would be pretty great. That would be cool. Yeah. Animatronic, uh, who are we going to do? Um, Happy. I don't know. Oh, Happy oh. would be good. <laughs> yes. Happy that would be cute. <laughs> you know what would be great? And if this was, like, the secret thing that they end up revealing as part of this attraction so uh i there's been a lot of talk about bringing tony stark back into the mcu as part of the next phase right and so uh we already kind of had an inkling of tony stark at the end of the last phase because he was a hologram and he was able to communicate he was able to interact and everything in the comics he basically already does that when he kind of mentors riri williams when she becomes ironheart So if that seed has already been planted, how awesome would it be if there's a Tony Stark hologram that leads you into the Web Slingers adventure? Oh, if it's as good as the one that's in uh, Rise of the Resistance? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I would not mind. Right? <laughs> well, and yeah, and it's who knows where in timeline this takes place if we're taking place in timeline because the new released uh newly released art of the land the map art we do see black widow and iron man and spider-man on the art so i he might still be this might take place before i don't know um but yeah it's going to be interesting to see yeah if they're going to try and like line it up with the films or if this is its own standalone thing using the same characters yeah we're definitely gonna have to keep an eye out for that because you're right where it falls in the timeline is crucial to it i mean honestly i'd be okay if it fell after the films if all we got was like 
like a, a hologram Tony Stark and then the Iron Man suit comes out to play, you know, it can work on its own. You know, it's got sufficient. And look at Ultron. That went well. That never backfired well, you at had, all. What, every <laughs> uh, hundred and however many uh, suits come and fight them. Yeah, is, uh, it's nuts. fine. It'll be okay. <laughs> they, can wa- they can do all kinds of stuff by themselves. Of course they can. They can sing. They can dance. They can perform in the Hollywood Studios lot. Whatever you want them to do. <laughs> Perfect. The theater, Chorus the, line. The frozen, <laughs> Frozen's out. Iron Man robots are in. <laughs> the, the Ultron dance experience. <laughs> <laughs> Ultron the musical. Oh my god, that'd be so great. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, as long as they got James Spader back to come back and be Ultron, that would be like the greatest thing ever. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm kind of excited about this. I mean, there's, I mean, I'm just excited about Avengers Campus altogether. Uh, sadly, I will not be going to DCA if we end up going in July because we had to make a choice. It's either Disneyland or California Adventure. We didn't get a park hopper. Um, So we're going to spend most of the day or pretty much all the time that we can at Disneyland that day. So uh, we're going to have to figure out when we're going to get an opportunity to go to DCA. Uh, I know that there's members of the FGP squad that are planning on going to DCA. So maybe we can get some comments from them, or maybe if they're willing to come on the podcast and talk to us a little bit about their experience, that would be pretty awesome. Robert Denny Jr., you can come and talk about <laughs> it if you want on the podcast. Uh, Tom Holland, anybody wants to come on the podcast, more than welcome. I mean, <laughs> I put, could... Put it out there, you know. I could um, send a message to Rob, see if he wants to come out here and, and talk to us. Um, uh, Bobby, again, you know, talk to Bobby. He's got my phone number. Just uh, send me a text message. We'll, we'll hook you up, man. He's got to be getting all the, you know, the updates on the the land, right? Of That's course. That's something in his busy schedule he's really paying attention to. Of course he is. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what was interesting about this new attraction? Uh, I saw that they were going to have, like, the those web slinger things that are part of the attraction. What are they called? The power bands? The web power bands? Add-ons. I don't know. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. The web power bands, uh, they look like this giant bug that's going to be attached to your arm, and they're going to have like a little button on the palm that you push it, and then it's going to shoot out a laser a la Toy Story Mania or the new Berry Tales attraction at Knott's Berry Farm, by the way. <laughs> but what I found interesting was that they, that's like the base model, right? It's like 35 bucks for just that base model that will allow you to play on the attraction. But then there's upgrades that you can get. There's going to be like a Ghost Spider, an Iron Man, a Rescue version for an additional $30. Uh, the thing on, I think, Twitter and on Instagram was that people were calling this uh, DLC for the attraction because <laughs> you had to pay. They were... Uh, kind of aligning it with how video games work these days where you purchase the game for a set price and then you have to buy all the add-ons in order to enjoy it a little bit more. Um, it was interesting to see all of the additional add-ons. Um, but I have to say that it was particularly funny that Universal Studios caught on to what people were saying <laughs> and they posted a tweet where they were talking about their Spider-Man attraction. And the tweet said, like, anti-gravity cannons, exploding pumpkins, stunning New York skyline, no DLC. And I was like, whoa! (laughs) Uh, It's funny. You know, I have to admit that we we talk about how they all kind of work in solidarity, but uh, it's kind of funny that they... Bonded like that because we've seen other companies do stuff like this, right? Like Wendy's is notorious yeah. for clapping mm-hmm. back on Twitter. <laughs> but this one was particularly funny to me. And of course, Twitter being what it is, uh, within moments, there was people posting the wands from, you know, the Wizarding World, like, uh, <clears throat> is this you over here? And then, like, later on, they're <laughs> like, um, these bands from super mario world these you two i was like oh no (laughs) (laughs) got you Uh, i think the primary difference though is i don't know if it's required for you to play 
I don't know if in what you read, Andrew, because I haven't read the full article. I, I will admit, I, I've seen just kind. I kind of skimmed it. I saw some of the pictures of mm-hmm. it. But did it say that you're going to be able to get like an in-vehicle version of this if you want to play with that one, or can you only so the, play yeah, if you have this? Yeah. So the vehicle has a shooter built in, like Toy Story or something like that. And then this gives you the option. When you use this, you get more power-ups. I believe the the base model, um, you get, instead of doing one web, it's like three webs at a time oh, kind of thing. Oh, okay. And then with um, the Iron Man version, you get um, his... Uh, the repulsor? Can, the repulsor blasts out instead of webs. So it kind of changes it up. Um, but yeah, you'll still be able to play and do the attraction with without purchasing anything you just get kind Got of a it. uh you know boost your score Got it. um you know get higher level stuff like that if you get um the dlc for the <laughs> attraction they must have heard too many and, people complaining yeah. that they could never hit that nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine on buzz Lightyear astro blasters <laughs> hey i've done it like five times so it's it's doable. Yeah. have you really <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I've never been able to get like past level okay, you just have, two. You just have to like the ride has to stop in the right spot for like ten minutes, and then you can do yeah. it. That's, how, that's the trick. So you can't do it on a normal ride through. I've done it once on a normal ride through, but it's it's really you got to know the secret spots, and I still don't think I know all the secret spots. Huh. Um, but yeah, it's rough. I've heard people claim can, that they've yeah. gotten it on a single ride through without it stopping. And I can't even get past like level two or three. So I and I I know some of the secret spots, but I mm-hmm. have this thing coursing through my veins called caffeine that doesn't allow me to <laughs> point the blaster and keep it steady long enough for me to like mm-hmm. hit the little tiny Z's. That I yeah. like it just looks like it's going back and forth. Like I can never keep it steady enough. Good trick to use. They have a site on them. They have a nice long little site on them, and you kind of have to get yourself lined up. You know, line the site up with your eye, and you know, take a minute, you know, a couple seconds, and line up where the dot is. You know, on the blank wall or whatever, and then you'll be able to get a little more accurate. You look like a dork driving through with the gun right up up by your eyeball. But um, it's look. <laughs> it gets you more accurate. I don't care if you I know, look like a dork. not gonna. I don't even yeah, care. Yeah, I mean, I look like a dork walking yeah. around. So I don't even <laughs> care if I can hit that nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred nine million whatever it is. <laughs> I don't even care what I look like. I just want to get past <laughs> level some, two. Yeah, Space Ranger training. Yeah, coming up. I'm horrible. All right, so- that's on the list. We got to do that. So now we have to figure out what we're going to have to do for these web slinger things, too, because I, I know that there was a lot of people that were complaining about this. Um, you know, I, that's once it was announced, then at first I thought it was required to play. So the fact that the attraction itself is already going to have a pre-built one so that you don't have to buy it, that's great because you don't have to buy this because I don't think anybody – I don't think everybody is going to want to buy this in order to – you know, be on the attraction or two or even have the means to get it. Right. It's, you know, right. It's, I mean, 30 bucks and you got three kids like, come on, man, that's a lot of yeah. money. And if all but, the kids want yeah, the you, Iron yeah. Man one, that's yeah, 65, 75 bucks, bucks for yeah. each kid. Yeah. It's pretty expensive. Yep. So it was no annual pass discount. That's a, uh, no, we're just stacking them on now. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'm glad that you don't need anything. Uh, I'm, I'm basically just calling this another toy that you can buy, you know, as you know, in any of the shops, but it's a toy that allows you to interact with the things inside of the attraction, whether or not it's going to allow you to interact with other things outside throughout Avengers campus is, I think is still, uh, we're still waiting to see that. And who's to say that they won't, right? It's the novelty of having, that thing it's just like a wand at the wizarding world like it's not required but if you like it it's something that you can purchase to enhance your entertainment while you're there and the wands are like 50 bucks yeah well and it's like you remember um during the 60th and before when we had the the paintbrushes and the wands with the with the ears (laughs) and you know it could do all that kind of fun stuff too i mean it worked for a few things and the ears all lit up it's uh, it's all all the same stuff. It's 
it's to enhance i guess that to enhance your your trip but it's not required right. like right. you know and other you get to see other people doing it too and it'll be cool to even just see yep i agree i agree but you know what hazen before we get off this topic can you explain who those other two characters are for the non-comic book people rescue and uh whoever the other the one ghost was spider? that are yeah, because I don't know who they are. Do you? So a rescue is um, it's Pepper Potts in oh, oh that's yeah, okay. She's the that's blue version of Iron Man of... when she comes out. Gotcha. And okay. More than likely, Morgan will take on her suit in the next phase before she fully becomes Iron Man. So rescue okay. is Pepper's name in the costume. Uh, Spider Ghost is Gwen Stacy. So she's one okay. of the alternate universe Spider Man. And uh, she was in Into the Spider Verse as well. Saw so, that. That was yeah. a good movie. Yeah. Okay. The white, all, the all white, white one, one right with the hoodie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's Ghost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's for all the people that are like me and don't know all the names of everybody. So, <laughs> oh no, I'm there with you. <laughs> but, but think about what I just said though. Spider Ghost is technically not part of the MCU. So the fact yes. that they are introducing her and she's only been in Into mm-hmm. the Spider-Verse, which is a Sony film, Yo. what does that mean for the MCU going forward? What does it mean for the upcoming Spider-Man? What does it mean for the Doctor Strange film? Exactly. We're going to be seeing all kinds of stuff. You know what? Are we going to get to see Spider-Ham in multiverse? Oh, <laughs> that would be good. I would like to see Spider-Ham in the multiverse. Oh, there yeah. was, that that entire <laughs> film was just so good. I I can't get it. You know, I'm gonna watch it after we're done recording today. That's how it's good a fun it was. Film. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. so well made. I love it so much. Uh, I think that's it. I think I I need a rest, and I, I'm just gonna watch that film and just relax. There oh, you yeah. go. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, if you have any thoughts on anything that we talked about in this episode, feel free to join the conversation. We invite you to join us over on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Just search for Podcasters. Uh, you can also join us on our new Discord server. We have a growing Hello. community over on Discord. If you have not had an opportunity to join us, just head over to the blog post for the episode, podcasters.com slash 362. There is an invite link there. Just click on it. It'll open your Discord app and just follow the instructions to add yourself to the Discord server. If you're part of the FGP squad, you also get a dedicated area for the FGP squad. And speaking of which, this episode of Podcasters is brought to you by the FGP squad and their support via Patreon. Uh, if you're wondering what the FGP squad is, uh, it's just a wonderful group of listeners that help us out with a monthly contribution. They call themselves the FGP squad, but we officially call them our podcast fairy godparents. And if you want a little more information on how you can become part of the FGP squad family, you can head over to podcasters.com slash FGP for more information. Uh, being a part of the FGP squad family gets you some additional perks, like some of the uh, monthly happy hour calls that we were talking about earlier that I haven't been able to do this month. Sorry. I uh, guess you discounts on Podcasters gear. It gets you additional content and more. So uh, if you have any questions about it, hit us up. Make, just send us a message. Uh, you can even jump on the Discord server and ask some questions there about it. But again, podcasters.com slash FGP is where you want to go for more information. And to all of the members of the FGP squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. Uh, and of course, finally, uh, I mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast. Thank you to everybody that joined us and helped donate for Team Boat Willie. Uh, again, I'm sorry that I wasn't able to do those other auctions. Uh, I'm going to reach out to everyone that donated something and I'll ask them if they want us to either hold on to them. I think we can still donate to the Chalk Walk for the next few weeks. I think even though the Chalk Walk is over, they usually for like the month following the event, you can still donate. And if that's the case, uh, then we'll just hold the auctions and we'll just continue doing them. Or there's always the option of holding on to them for our next event because, you know, we'll be able to auction off and raise money for the next thing that Team Boat Willie does. Uh, more than likely, that is going to be the Walk for Hope in support of women's cancers coming up later in the year. So, uh, again, thank you so much to everybody that donated to the Chalk Walk. It was a different thing this year, doing it virtually. We hit just over half of our goal, which I think is fantastic. And, uh, you know, hopefully by the by the time that 
everything gets back to normal. I don't know if they're going to do a chalk walk this year, but I'm assuming that if the park is open, they should be able to. And if that's the case, I hope you can join us in person this year. Uh, we love what Chalk does. They've helped members of our family, our friends, and they do a really great job helping the kids. Uh, Chalk is the Children's Hospital of Orange County. And uh, yeah, we're going to continue supporting them and what they do. So any questions, just reach out. Uh, anything else before we wrap up this episode? Nope. You know what? If you want something fun, go look up um, Bruce Willis's music career. Oh. If you want to... <laughs> If you want something fun to listen to and you haven't heard it, go look listen to Bruce Willis's music career. His two albums are on Spotify. Um, I guess we could end with that, right? Go have yeah. a fun time. Bruce Willis's hit "Fun Time." Yeah. So look, if you if if you're thinking to yourself, wait a second, how does this even tie in to a Disney podcast? Well, I'll tell you. Um, one of the producers that worked on a song from The Little Mermaid worked on this album with bruce willis so you want your disney tie-in there it is we can talk about it more on the next episode if you're curious about it but <laughs> go listen to that it's something something listen, that happened listen to fun time <laughs> listen to barnyard boogie barnyard boogie made me laugh so hard it's you want to hear bruce willis do some barnyard animal noises <laughs> go listen to barnyard boogie yep that's a thing that happened. <laughs> it sure did. All right. That's it. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. <laughs>